Hello, this is Kenny Williamson, and welcome back to another episode of McKill's Deck Chronicles. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the three upcoming judgments. Three upcoming judgments. So, what I'm talking about here is three actual judgments where you have Jesus Christ sitting on his throne, and basically people are being brought to him, they're being, they're being brought before him, and they're being judged. So, basically, where we're at right now in history, if you will, in biblical dispensations, if you will, where we're at at this moment, we are expecting three more judgments that the Bible speaks of. Now, the first judgment on this list is the judgment seat of Christ, Now, we get a reference to the judgment seat of Christ in Romans 14.10, and it says, But why dost thou judge thy brother, or why dost thou set at naught thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Now, in this particular passage, this is, um, he's speaking to other Christians, so these are other saved people, and he is talking about judging, judging one another. And it goes on to say, For it's written, As I live, saith the Lord, Every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. So what we're talking about here is people who are saved getting judged by Christ. Now, we talk about this again in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11. And what it says here is that, For other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, or stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work what sort it is. Okay? So what that's telling us is, in, in a simple terms here, as a Christian, you are going to go before the judgment seat of Christ, probably right after the rapture or the catching away. So you're going to go before this judgment seat, and your works that you did while you were living as a Christian will be judged. Now, your salvation is not going to be judged. That was already taken care of by accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. So you've got to heaven, but now everything you did and everything you didn't do after being a Christian is now going to be judged. Now, apparently, by what Scripture says here, your works are going to be basically tried by fire. So if your works equated to silver and gold or precious stones, they'll survive. If your work's equated to nothing more than hay, wood, or stubble, obviously, and they're going to be burned up. You know, you light a match to some wood or some hay, it's going to catch on fire and burn up. So your works will be tried by fire at this particular judgment. Now, again, you are not going to be being judged as a Christian. So, you know, it's not going to be like, hey... 
oh, by the way, sorry, you know, you didn't really do that much. You're lost. Sorry about that. And I don't even know why you're here, so go to hell. So that's not going to happen. If you're there at that judgment, that means you, you've made it. You're saved. You have salvation, obviously, and you've made it to heaven. But I want to I stress this point that a lot of people, and I've heard this said more than once by several people, they, they don't believe in salvation is eternal salvation, so they think they can lose it at any time because they think salvation is based on their good works, which it's not. The Bible clearly teaches against that. And so then the next thing they say is like, well, how can, how can you be once saved and always saved? Because if you do this, if you do that, if you go kill somebody, if you do this, you know, and some of them actually think they can get away with stuff because there's no repercussions for it because, hey, I'm saved, so I'm good, right? Well, that's where this judgment comes in. Okay, after you're saved, everything you do, say, everything is, is, is being recorded, basically. You're being watched. It's being recorded. It's being wrote down in a book, more or less. So they're going to know, these angels and Christ, they're going to know exactly what you did and didn't do, and you're going to get up there before Christ at the judgment seat of Christ, and then you get to explain yourself or not of what you did and didn't do. Okay, so everything that you've done bad or good, but specifically, let's say bad here, after you were saved, you're not going to get away with it. Okay, now, you're not going to burn in hell for it, but you will have your rewards removed. Okay, some people will be being rewarded for stuff they've done, service to Christ, getting people saved, you know, passing out tracts, whatever it is that you can do to further, you know, further Christ's kingdom, to get people saved while you can. You know, there are rewards for that because you did it for Christ. But other stuff that you've done, you know, in your worldly body, you do not get the rewards for. So all this different stuff that you mess around with in the flesh, you know, and you mess around doing all these worldly things, like, you know, we could go on and on with that stuff. Um, that stuff is going to be laid out before you, all the stuff you did, and it's going to be burned up. So you're going to see all that you worked for in your life that has nothing to do with Christ. You're going to see all that burned up. And I'm sure you've heard the old, it's an old joke I've heard many times before where they talk about how, you know, you made it to heaven, but you smell like smoke. You know, <laughs> I guess that's probably part of it because you made it to heaven and some of these Christians have literally done nothing and everything they do is worldly, revolves around money and just life in general and as, as worldly as you can possibly get. And they really think they're doing pretty good, you know, and then they get up there and all that stuff's going to be laid out. It's all burned up because it's, it's worthless. It's hay, it's wood, it's stubble. And, of course, if you're standing right there and all the stuff you did is burned up, well, then you might end up smelling like some of the smoke, right, from all the stuff that burned up. So, you know, you're there, but you're a little smoky smelling, if you know what I mean. Now, based on what I understand from biblical timelines, okay, Basically, what's happened here is the rapture happens, okay? Christ comes down to the clouds. He brings up everybody that was dead first, okay, that was asleep in Christ. They get to go first. And then those who are alive, they get caught up, and they get changed in the twinkling of an eye, and they get to go be with Christ forever. Now, after that, 
is when the seven-year tribulation starts, or seven years of Jacob's trouble. That starts right after the rapture. Okay, we, we know that. So, probably while we are getting judged at the judgment seat of Christ, and we sit down to the marriage supper of the Lamb, that seven-year tribulation is going on on earth while we're in heaven getting our judgments for what we did on earth, and then getting to you know getting to do everything else we're going to be doing up there while waiting to come back down with Christ whenever he comes back down the second time which is the begin- the beginning of the millennial kingdom this is his armageddon he's going to come down and he's going to get rid of all the people that you know that rejected him okay so obviously like in the rapture like i said you know the dead in, in Christ rise first and of course, I think that's probably the case because you know they're already buried, so they're they're six feet down. They got six foot further to go, you know. So maybe I don't know. That's a joke. So anyway, so while we are up there at this judgment and marriage seat and marriage supper of the Lamb, the tribulation's going on. Now, if you entered into that tribulation, you have another set of rules, you know, per se that you are going to have to do, you don't get the grace by faith like we have here. Oh, You're still going to have to have grace, but you're also going to have to have works to get through the tribulation. So there's lots of verses that support that where you have to do lots of different things to make it through the tribulation. Okay? So this next judgment is actually going to happen after the seven-year tribulation or after Jacob's trouble. And we can find and read about this and start reading about this in Matthew 25, verse 31. And it says, When the Son of Man shall come in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. So that, that what's happening here is Christ has returned. Okay, Christ has returned in all his glory, and we're fixing to start the millennial kingdom, the thousand-year reign on earth. Okay, but before that, You've had all these people that have made it through the tribulation. Some are saved. Some are not saved. Some were probably just survivalists. They did whatever they could. They made it. Or they made it because they were part of this evil empire that's going on during the tribulation. You know, they're, they're nothing more than Satan's minions, and they made it through. Okay? So, Matthew twenty five thirty two says, And before him shall be gathered all nations... And he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And he shall and he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Okay, so he's taking these people in that made it through the tribulation, and he's dividing them, the goats and the sheep. Now, when you continue to read this, it talks about different things that they did and did not do. And this is works, okay? That's how we know that it's going to take works to get you through the tribulation. Okay, he tells them that I was hungered and you, you fed me. I was thirsty. You gave me something to drink. I was a stranger. You took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick. You visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. And these righteous people, the good ones, will say, Lord, you know, when, we, when did we feed thee? When, when were you thirsty? You know, they're asking all these questions. And he says, when you saw somebody sick or in prison, you basically, you know, if you did it to them, you've done it to me. You took care of these people. So in other words, they were doing good things. They were doing lots of good works, and they get rewarded for it. 
Okay, and then he goes on to the goats here and tells them that all this same stuff. And down here in verse 46, he says, And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Yes, and I missed a verse here. Um, It is, where is it? Okay, here it is. It's Matthew 25, verse 41. And Christ is talking here, and he says, Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, you know, which is the goats, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. So that's a judgment. So these people are coming out of the tribulation. The millennial kingdom is fixing to start. That's where Jesus Christ is on the throne in Jerusalem over there, um, sitting on the... David's throne, he's going to rule and reign here on earth from Israel for a thousand years. And the people that came out of the seven-year tribulation, they get they get thinned out right then. If you're good, you're coming on in to eternal life. If you're not, hey, if you, if you, if you didn't do what you're supposed to do through here, through all through the tribulation, sending you to hell. So you're going right into hell. So that's, that's the second judgment that's in our future still. So if, if you're a Christian, you don't have to worry about that. You know, you may get to witness it, but you're going, only judgment you've got to worry about is the judgment seat of Christ. And of course, you know, I'm sure it's going to be scary, scary to stand up there and see what you did and didn't do, but you've made it. You're still in heaven. These cats here, they're, you know, it, you're actually getting judged on your works. Can you imagine that? You didn't do something right. You know, and now you get to go to hell for it because you didn't do this and you didn't do that. That's that's a scary type of deal there. But that's exactly what's going to happen if you are not saved now and you enter into this tribulation. If you even survive this tribulation, most won't. It says that most most Christians will be martyred for their faith. So chances are if you go into the tribulation and you get saved and you want to do something for Christ, they're going to kill you. They're going to chop your head off. And that's going to be the end of you. Now, when that happens, yes, you'll go to heaven and you get to move on. But if you somehow slip through the cracks all the way through the seven years, and at the end, then Christ himself is going to judge whether you get to go on into the millennial kingdom or whether you're just, you know, whether you go to hell. Okay, so what that brings us to is this third judgment in the future that we can all expect. Okay, now this particular judgment, of course, is by Christ, of course, and it's found in Revelation 20, chapter 11, and it's called the Great White Throne Judgment. And in Revelation 20, 11, it says, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. That's, that's, a key, that's a key phrase right there, okay? According to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And now you see that right here? The sea gave up her dead, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. Okay, here's what I want to explain to you about this. If you are not saved right now, 
and you die. When you die, your body will go to the graveyard, okay? Or if you're in the ocean, I guess it's in the bottom of the sea. It doesn't really matter. Your body goes to the grave. Your soul goes to hell. You will be in hell in burning fire until this judgment. This judgment, the great white throne judgment, does not happen until after Christ reigns on earth for 1,000 years, the 1,000-year millennial reign. So in other words, you're going to be in hell for, well, depending on when that starts, a minimum of 1,000 years plus or plus whatever it comes until that starts. So 1,000 years plus the seven-year tribulation, this is if you died before the tribulation. So if you died right now, today, you're dead, you go to hell. We don't know when the tribulation is going to start, so you're going to be in hell, let's say, for two or three, four, ten years, how many every year till it starts. Then you're going to be in hell for seven years, the tribulation, and then you're going to be burning in hell for another 1,000 years. Okay? A 1,000 years in hell. And then, at the end of that, boom, all of a sudden, you are raised, your body is raised, and you're stuck back in your body, and now you're standing right here before God at the great white throne judgment. As it says right here, the sea is going to give up the dead, and death and hell is, delivers up the dead, and they were judged. So you're going to be mated back up with your body. You're out of hell, and you're like, man, that was good. I'm finally out of there. And now you're standing before the judgment seat or the great white throne judgment, which is a judgment seat. You're standing at the great white throne judgment, and guess what? You get judged again. Actually, actually, you didn't actually get judged the first time. You weren't saved, so you went to hell. You actually never got a judgment. So you went straight to hell. So obviously somebody could say, well, that's not fair. See, because I was a good old boy. You know, I, re- I really did things really good. No, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't accept Jesus Christ, but I was just the best that there was. And I went to hell for it. So it's not fair. Okay. So you went to hell, now you're getting raised up, okay, and now you get to stand at the judgment seat here, the great white throne judgment, and now you get to be judged, okay? They're going to open up the books of everything in your life, and they're going to open up the book of life and say, let's see if your name is in it. Let's see. Let me look up your name. La, la, la. Nope, you're not there, okay? And so you're like, well, my name's not in the name book of life, but I was a good old boy. Well, let's just open up the books and let's just see how good you were. And you're going to say, you know, they're going to they're gonna say, hey, you lied when you were 10 years old. I know, but that was just a kid. Okay, well, you're a liar. Well, I did this, I did this, you know, and you stole a pencil back. It, it doesn't matter how insignificant it is. It was still sin. And you're like, well, how can all this stuff be counted against me? Well, you, it is. It's counted against you. The only way you could have got that stuff wiped away is if you had have accepted Jesus Christ, free gift, and he was willing to wipe it away for you. You know, He paid for your sins, but you rejected Christ. So you can look at all your works, and you can see that they don't, they don't add up to anything. What we're interested in, your righteousness, everything that you did, your good works and your righteousness, is like filthy rags to us up here. So guess what? Off to hell you go. So he flips open the book. Your name's not in the the Lamb's Book of Life. 
Revelation 20:15 and whosoever was not found written in that book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Okay, and it says that death and hell are cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Well, it's the second death because for some because you know, you died, you went to hell, so you died and you went to hell, obviously. And now you're back and you get judged and you're still not any good because nothing changed because you didn't accept Christ, you weren't able to or weren't unwilling to, but I'm unable. You didn't do it. So guess what? Now you get to go to hell again. So boom, dead again. Uh, basically what these people don't understand is that your good works, so-called good works, are never going to outweigh your bad works. Okay? And basically, at the final judgment, you're going to be a, judged according to your works if, you, if you've made it to that point. And these works are the works that they were doing when they were living as unsaved sinners. So if they thought they were good, all they are is self-righteous sinners. That's, that's, that it. that's it. That's all, that's all I've done. So it doesn't really matter how nice a person is or how good a person is. The whole point of this thing is if they reject Jesus Christ, okay, they are going to burn in hell for it. Okay, that, that's all there is to it. When they open up those books at that judgment, at that great white throne judgment, um, it's going to basically show all the little dirty secrets of your life that you've ever done. All those things are going to come out. You're not going to be able to hide those things. And these are all those little dirty things that you've done or thought about or dreamt about that nobody else knows about. Only you know about it and God. That's the stuff you're getting judged on. You don't just get judged on physically, if you've murdered somebody, okay, it's did you ever hate anybody? Did you ever wish somebody dead? That's the same as murder. You know, hey, I never committed adultery. I was true to my wife for 50 years and I died. Okay, did you ever even look at another woman with lust in your heart? Oh, you did? You looked at another woman in a magazine and you thought, oh, she's beautiful? Okay, that's adultery. That's adultery of the heart. So you're guilty. You're guilty. You ain't getting out of it. Okay, you're not getting out of it, so just forget it. Now, all of us other people who have been saved, well, I mean, we're, we're not any better. We're still filthy sinners, and we've still had all the same problems. But if you've accepted Jesus Christ, you see, then you've got Christ's righteousness has been imputed to you. So God chooses not to look at those sins. He chooses to forget them and only look at Christ's blood, which is giving you your sanctification. You know, you're being justified just as if I had never sinned by Christ's blood by what, by what he did for you. So, you know, all these wicked things that you've done as a sinner before you got saved and after or whatever, those things aren't going to come out. Um, they're, they're covered. They're completely covered by Christ's blood. And so they never come up at this judgment or any other because that's, again, you know, you have Christ's blood. Your name is in the Lamb's Book of Life, so you don't have anything to worry about. Now, I'm sure while we're there, we'll be there in heaven, all those that are saved, and we're going to be witnessing these people come up and get judged. And I'm sure we're going to see lots of Hollywood personalities up there that people thought were just wonderful you know, we're going to get to see Hitler. We're going to get to probably see the popes. 
all kinds of people that were just so awesome and so in control and stuff here on this earth and murderers and people and people in our government that are lying, cheating, stealing, and killing people with, um, you know, all the stuff they do kill people with today. All those people are going to be standing right there. And then, you know, kings, queens, presidents, you name it. And we're all going to see them. And we're going to see, you know, all those big Hollywood actors, these A-list actors. And you're not going to be wanting their autograph then. You know, you ain't going to be standing up there thinking, oh, man, there's there's old, you know, what's his name? I sure wish I had their autograph. Now you're going to be thinking, well, what a poor lost soul. You've been in hell for a thousand years, and now you're fixing to go back for eternity. I'd hate to be you. I would hate to be you. So the moral of the story is um, get saved before it's too late. You know, and then the only thing you've got to worry about as a judgment is that um, judgment seat of Christ. You know, and, and you are going to get judged there, but you're, you're not going to hell over it. You know, you're going to be able to, you know, look at all the stuff you've done or didn't do. And you're going to realize all the stuff you should have done, which me too. You know, I'm going to realize many, many, many years of life that I wasted doing absolutely nothing. Um, you know, there's been many times that I've gone for long periods of time without doing anything for the Lord, anything for, you know, for Jesus Christ, anything for anything, any, any trying to get anybody saved. Um, but I do strive to get better. You know, I want to do things. And I want to keep moving forward, and I try. That's why I'm doing these podcasts. So, but if if you're not doing anything, you know, I mean, if you're not doing something, I mean, try not to beat yourself up about it. I mean, because obviously every Christian makes mistakes, including myself. I'm nothing but a sinner. We all know that. Um, you just got to get back into it. You got to get back in the fight, and you you've got to try to do something. You know, I mean. You need to put that flesh down and let that Holy Spirit take over and, uh, and give you the courage to go out and possibly witness to people or to give out tracts, um, do something, anything. You know, I mean, even if you don't have any avenue, you can help, you can give to different ministries that, you know, are doing good things, you can give to them, and you'll get accredited for that. So you can do that, or like on these podcasts here, you could... You know, whenever you're reading this thing and people make comments, you know, you, you could add your own comment down there at the bottom and give somebody something about your testimony or anything. You know, there are, there are, there are many different things you can do. But uh, the moral of this whole thing was just to tell you the three judgments that are coming up in the future, which haven't happened yet. So we're still waiting on those to kind of explain what they are and when they're going to be here. And to try to help you to understand that there are different dispensations in the Bible, you know, and we're in a certain dispensation now where we have, where we have faith by grace. You know, we have faith by grace and, uh, or grace by faith, I should say, grace by faith. So we have, you know, that's how, that's how we're saved right now. Um, once we um, shift, once into this next uh, dispensation, which will be Jacob's trouble, which will last approximately seven years, you know, you have to have faith and works. And uh, there's going to be people wanting to cut your head off. And, you know, and we know that because it talks about the martyrs in, in Revelation that are up there who were killed during the tribulation and had their heads cut off. So there's going to be lots of people martyred. So 
I think what's probably going to happen is there's a lot of people who think they're saved right now, and they're not, so they're going to miss the rapture, and then they're going to realize what they should have, could have, would have done, and then they're going to get right in the tribulation. They're not going to take the mark of the beast, um, because that's going to send you straight to hell if you do. So you're going to have to avoid that. So you can't buy, you can't sell. They're going to be looking for you. They're going to try to kill you. They are going to kill majority of them. But there's going to be a few that slip through the cracks and make it all the way through the end of the seven years. And that's when you're going to get judged again with the sheep and the goats. And if you make it through that little judgment, well, then you're going to go in. You're, you're good then. Then you're going to go into the, you know, the millennial kingdom. So, and after the millennial kingdom's over, we get the great white throne judgment. And then we're going to go on into eternity where the Bible talks about the earth the heavens and the earth will all be destroyed, and there'll be a new heaven and a new earth. So that's that's basically what it is. Um, I hope that helped you. Um, again, you know, if you if you're not saved, now is the time to get saved. Today is the day of salvation because you do not know how long you've got. You may have minutes, you may have hours, you may have weeks. You never know. I mean, your heart could stop just like that. So. Um, in fact, you know, I, I, just the other day down the road from us, some people got killed in a car wreck, you know, three of them, three of them got killed and it was instantaneous. And so they were all driving down the road and somehow had head on collision and they weren't expecting anything and boom, dead, just like that. So you don't know how much time you've got. You really don't. So if I were you, I would, I would turn to Christ now while you have time before it's too late. That would be my advice to you. I mean, why risk it? Why risk it? I know I wouldn't. But anyway, I hope this helped you. If you have any questions or comments, um, you can reach out to us at truthseekers2012 at gmail.com. And also, you can go check out um, our website at kennywilliamson.com. Go check that out. Leave us an email. Tell us what you think, whatever. Please like and share it. So thanks again for listening, and God bless you.